it's Sig. How are you? And it's out to... It's happy hour. <laughs> and I honestly don't know what happened to that script just now. We're just we'll going to wing it, We're we'll wing it. <laughs> We're just going to let the wind carry us where it may. More drinks. If you're listening right now, it's like you literally just walked in. And let me be the first to say, hey, it's happy hour from uptown hey. New Orleans. Hi, I'm Sig. And this is a colossal mess. Uh, happy hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. And yes, when you walk into a bar in New Orleans and pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, and it's a funky group today, what they're wearing, except for Anna's lovely, uh, whether they just got out of a limo or out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is happy hour. A cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common other than we're all here in New Orleans in a bar. Today we're at Wayfair on on Ferret Street, which is an amazing location, great restaurant. Wayfair is a restaurant and bar serving handcrafted food and spirits where they put fine dining into a sandwich and fine booze into a glass. Three-hour happy hour every day from 4 to 7, Wayfair on Ferret Street. And I am Sig, and I'm very happy that we're actually starting the show. Now, um, we do have some great guests, so real quickly, I'm going to introduce everybody one time, then we'll kind of dig down and talk, but... uh, for the listeners, Anna Whitlow, who uh, I actually know and Yay. have known for a long time, for a but while. I haven't seen in a long time. For a long time. So when I got the email that Anna would be on the show today, I guess I should really say I'm just filling in. I'm just a guy who's hanging out here today. So to find out it was Anna and I knew Anna, uh, that was very exciting because we haven't talked in a long time. I know. So have, I think you've gotten married since the last time. We've we got, s- I've gotten married. I've gotten a dog. I've moved all over the country. It's exciting. It's good and to see you. See, I didn't know you moved all over the country. Yeah. And now you have your own PR firm. I do. I do. It's called Be Nimble, like Jack Be Nimble, but Jack it's be Anna Nimble. Be Nimble. Anna Be Nimble. Is, yeah. that, is it Anna Be Nimble? No, it's just Be Nimble. I feel like Anna Be Nimble. Well, well, you can call it that. That's All fine. Right, so we have Anna from Anna Be Nimble, which is uh, great. It's also, Be Nimble, folks. we have uh, Keith Cornfield, correct? Cornfeld, almost. Cornfeld. Uh, whatever. Uh, yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. Here's oh. the deal. He's the most dangerous man on the planet. He uh, has escaped a tsunami. tsunami. He's escaped Katrina. Uh, and he's also an extremely talented chef who has a amazing nickname, the Cajun Asian Chef. Correct? I'll buy that one. Now, did, <laughs> was that a self-proclaimed title, or did somebody go, oh my God, you're the Cajun Asian? Uh, you, don't, you don't look Asian at all, by the way. Uh, no, no, no slanginess and everything. So, uh, no, uh, just ha- live there. Yes, so you live there, and so did you get known as the Cajun Asian in Asian New countries? Boy, New, uh, New Orleans boy, Cajun, and lived there cooking the food, learning it, and Asian, so Cajun Asian. It's Cajun Asian, all right, very Keep nice. It simple. Well, um, we'll learn more about you in a moment. Of course, we have musical guests throughout the show today. Jordan Prince, who is, are you a New, a New Orleanians? New Orleanian, rather? I wasn't raised here, but I lived here for about six years, yeah. You weren't raised here. Where were you raised? Mississippi. Mississippi, okay. Yeah. So uh, you're Mississippi, I'm Bethesda, Maryland, and a I'm all over the place. Richmond, Virginia, slash Baton Rouge, Louisiana, slash the world. Okay, nice. <laughs> and you are from here. You, local boy. Local nice. boy originally, and from where originally? New Orleans East, Brother Martin Grad. So Amazing. Nice. Local boy. There you go. And, cool. and so what was really funny as we were trying to find my script, <laughs> uh, the, uh, the Cajun Asian and Anna were like saying, hey, what do you do? They're just kind of getting to know each other. And the way that people do in New Orleans, and immediately... Anna's like, well, I'd love to represent you. <laughs> I'm not that cheesy. No, I that mean, happened. I guess it did happen. I'm all, you always be selling. Come on. You be I, nimble. Yeah, be nimble. That's You've been nimble. That is a, I've been nimble. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think he's got a really cool idea and a cool She product. said PR. I said, okay. I, yeah. yeah, yeah. He started sell, it. Sell. So you're going to point at him it. and say he started it. He That's, totally started not it. Not my fault, Mom. It's not my fault, Sig. Gosh. <laughs> so the... Tell me really quickly, because one of the things I know I want to talk about the fact that you do have this sauce that is a Cajun Asian sweet chili barbecue. But I love the way you say that. That's right. Yeah. Going, up the man. tongue. That's well. good. I'll, I'll represent you. It's fine. Under <laughs> one condition, you speak like that for the whole show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So the sauce is a Cajun Asian, and I'm sure I'm not the first person to ask this question, so I will ask it. There used to be a restaurant in New Orleans, the Asian Cajun. Asian which, Cajun. Which I when I when I said to my wife, "Do you have you heard of this sauce?" She's like, "Is that from the restaurant?" I'm like, "I think that restaurant's been gone for ten years." Nope. But um, and I'm the Cajun Asian. And that's you know what? That's Flipped exactly in. what I told her. It's the opposite <laughs> way. So I'm I'm not the first person to ask that question. Clearly, correct. 
And do you know those guys? Not one bit. So one I, bit. I think, in fact, I created the sauce, the name, and then I found out that they had that at that time. So, interesting. And then they unfortunately went kaput, like a lot of Well, unfortunately, did. what's crazy, and you probably know this better than anybody because you've been in restaurants not only in New Orleans, but something I'm fascinated about is anybody who opens a restaurant in New York, forget Asia. New York has to be such a crazy scene. But, you know, now post-Katrina, 10 years later, there's more restaurants than there were in New Orleans. Yep. And it's, uh, it's an even more difficult business, even though there's some great success stories. So Pie is only so big. Yeah, yeah it's so. crazy, right? I mean, have you thought about opening a restaurant now that you're here and you've got just a total sauce restaurant? Came back in 2008 not to do so. And then, of course, um, the bottom fell out and that wasn't the time to do so. Just investors were not throwing money around for startups and restaurants at that point. So uh, just built up everything from meeting good folks and um, just doing cooking classes, Southeast Asian, in their homes. So I met a lot of good upscale people up in the uptown area, Frank Davis when he was still with us and everything. So just really great people and then just got me involved with that, doing catering, and then came up with the sauce and we came back from New York City. Incredible. So, um, but uh, it's been a good run. It's been a good run. So how is the sauce doing and why don't we have samples here? Uh, it's in the truck. Oh. In the, I just wanted to make sure I had the right place. When it came <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy walks in here. Drives in from the North Shore with no AC. <laughs> he is sweating hot sauce, basically, is what he was doing. So it smells really good, though. It smells good. It does, yeah, it like does smell like coming sauce, out like of his pores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really For sure. Impressive. It's I'm the sure chili it's and garlic. Yeah. Can we get some bread to wipe on his arms? <laughs> <laughs> that would be disgusting. That's so gross. <laughs> so, Anna, you've worked with products before. I mean, is I this have. like, I feel like this is almost like a dating show for business it's at like this point. It's like speed dating for business. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, I um, I grew up in Baton Rouge and, and worked here in New Orleans for a long time after college. I went to school in Boston. Um, and then I've lived in Miami and L.A. And so I was doing PR there for consumer packaged goods and all sorts of really good stuff. So it's kind of cool to meet you and talk about that. And um, yeah, I, right now I'm really focusing on trying to, to work with Louisiana based brands. I've done a lot of stuff in travel and hospitality, which I think will do me well. Yeah. Well, and I'm not on my own because I feel like, you know, I'm the toughest boss that I could ever find. So <laughs> I might as well stick with myself. Right? But how are your employees? My employees are pretty good. Their work ethic is lacking. No, I'm, just, I'm the only employee. <laughs> That's it. So, um, you know, eventually we'll see how the employees do. But I think I'm a pretty good manager of myself. Yeah. I'm, I'm, the employees are good. Do you well, keep yourself on your toes? I keep myself on my toes all the time. I'm always like, I don't know what my boss is going to do. It's weird. <laughs> what I yeah. love is you were able to make time for your employees to go out drinking today. It's true. I really walked in here and just immediately got that <laughs> glass of rosé, which I call summer water. You which know? is gone at this it's point. It's gone. Yeah, I was nervous. <laughs> I'm, I'm the behind the scenes girl. I'm not ever the one that's actually talking about myself on stuff like this. So it's it's an interesting it's an interesting thing for me to be on the other side. I make all my clients do this stuff instead of me. So, so now both of you have lived, and I didn't know you had moved away at all. Well, thanks for keeping up with crazy. me, Sig. Gosh, well, you know, what have you been doing? Uh, I've been, uh, you know, here. <laughs> Looking, doing stuff. Doing stuff, waiting for you to text me. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time. It's been like four and a half years. Um, but, uh, Jordan, have you ever lived out of the country? Because I think uh, everyone at the table has except for me. No, but I actually am going to start living outside of the country uh, starting in August. I'm moving to Germany. No way. Wow. Yeah. Why? Um, well, I have a girlfriend there, and I'm going to move there to try and uh, make a life with her. And I have a, like a, I work with film, too, so I'm going to do some sound mixing for a documentarian and uh, try and play some music and see if I can make it do some things there that's, that's very awesome. cool we'll see I, I'm excited I've, I've never lived um, anywhere but the south <laughs> it's, before, so. it's gonna be different dude yeah <laughs> I mean, I've, I've been there a few times like I, 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 yeah. I've been there for a few months at a time never too long to really get accumulated to the culture but um, what part custom, of Germany uh, southern Bavaria okay uh, I'll be staying a lot in Munich and then I'll be back and forth between that and uh, this really southern town called Oberstdorf have you ever lived in Germany? Uh, not live, but I was in uh, Nuremberg for a month. That nice. was really fun. Really what, nice. What catastrophe happened while you were there? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, thank goodness. Thank goodness. That had already happened Only that the German people there. let me yeah. in their home. That was it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I do want you, I mean, literally, you have a very fascinating story about like 15 minutes away from the tsunami. You were swimming or something that I read about that I want to hear. But I think, do we take a musical break at this point? Is that, because, you know, we got, you're sitting here with a guitar. Mm. We're talking about you being a musician. I hate asking the question, tell me about your music. What do you sound like? So I think the best way to find out about your music is obviously to hear your music. So sure. here yeah. now on Happy Hour is Jordan Prince. Yay! Yay, Jordan! 
Jordan Prince, you can find him online at jordanprincetunes.com. Jordan, that sounds amazing. Soon to be number one in Germany. There you go. Which is incredible. That's the goal. Yeah. And you're trending right now in Germany. Yeah. It's amazing. They're all so Jordan Prince. Oh Thank you. God. Jordan, he's so hot. He's wow. so hot. I can God. see him through the radio. Yeah. That's how it works. Um, so, Jordan, you know, as a, as a musician, mm-hmm. you just went from just like hanging out, talking to playing your song and it being kind of, you know, like immediately into the moment. How difficult is that to do? Because you were you were in a very like focused place, <laughs> doing some really beautiful singing and guitar playing. Um, well, what I've noticed in the past with playing music um, in a setting that isn't necessarily set for playing music as comfortably as I'm maybe I'm used to at a show or something, uh, it comes down to just a few basic when um, a few basic concepts come together, and it's that if it's one that I usually feel most comfortable when it when I am playing. I'm not the best public speaker or discusser of the way things are in my life, but when I am playing, I feel most comfortable. And it's also a combination of the sound mixing. Like when I feel that I can hear my voice uh, in my head in a very clear, and the the levels are right and everything, then once I feel that it can sound good and I can can hear where the levels are and I can range it, um, well then I'm just in it. And I'm just singing 
and I'm hoping that people like it. I guess I don't know. You did great. Uh, you're very demanding, though. I will tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, as a musician in New Orleans, where are, you, where are your favorite places to play or and or see live music? I'm gonna ask you guys the same question. Oh but. man. Well, I, I have two. My two favorite venues in the city are definitely down the street, Gasa Gasa. Yeah, it's a and, great spot. Uh, and One Eye Jacks. The sound is just so great there, and they they book bands that I want to see. And uh, Missy the bartender at One Eye Jacks is one of my favorite yeah. bartenders in New Orleans. <laughs> I don't think I'm the only person who thinks that. No, way. no. All the bartenders there are great. Yeah. So, Anna, uh, live love, music in New Orleans. Where One Eye like Jacks, I love. I, I've always really liked One Eye Jacks. Um, I, I, for, like, just to sort of trip through nostalgia land, I enjoy sometimes still going to Tips. Like, I think Tiptina's is yeah. fun and, like, big and exciting and Definitely. sort of historic and good feeling. But yeah, one of Jack's to me is always sounds great. Always, so I hate to copy his answer, but I think it's you just copied awesome. his answer. And I like the, the, the people that book for one of Jack's are pretty cool too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, book, the booking is really good. Yeah, tips is always a good one. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been to one of Jack's, so you just there you go. Uh, it's in the quarter. It's a great yeah. venue, small but phenomenal, and. Uh, I've been just, away too long. You yeah, know, man, so we're like just on food. So. I mean, so back in yeah, the day, man, back, back in the day, you went to Jimmy's or something like that, right? The warehouse. The warehouse. Wow, way back in the day, they're gonna make like a documentary on the warehouse. It's you know, it's, it's really absolutely the history of the warehouse. I don't know if you two. Where's the where? Where was it? The warehouse was, and I, it was before my time in New Orleans. Yeah. I moved here in '99. The warehouse was. And I don't even want to say where it was because I'm not really 100 percent sure. Tulis, but I'm not sure the actual uh, address of it. But. Yeah. I, Think you are correct. Well, you were there, so you would yeah. know better than maybe, I would. Maybe, maybe he'll know. Was yeah, there, maybe you know. Was there a certain style of music that played there mostly, or just all top rock bands back rock in bands. the oh, cool. 70s? I was not there at that time, but I caught the early 80s and mid 80s. But like, like ZZ Top played there, that no kind way. of thing. You know, so it was okay. the guys that were producing it, the guys of Beaver Productions. They were bringing everybody <clears throat> into the South through the warehouse, okay. and it's a legendary story. And it's bands like Humble Pie, yeah, I mean, things back in the early <laughs> wow. 70s. So, oh my God, I'm gonna throw it out there. Led Zeppelin played there. So that's amazing. Oh wow, I okay. made that up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, just wow, that's out. so cool. Yeah. Good for them. Um, but it is a it's a it's a who's who of of like that era of music, you know, played there, and it was it has a phenomenal history. And uh, they used to put carpet in the ceiling, and it would, you know, they have to change it every couple of months because of all the smoke. smoke. Oh wow! Really kind of incredible. That's but so cool. Worth uh, checking out. The do, uh, do you guys know anything about the venue uh, across from Carrollton Station, the Willow? On the well, it's the cross street of Willow and something yeah. right there. I don't know what I could tell you about it, but it, it's it's the Willow now, and I know that it used to be some kind of. I don't well, it know used to be Jimmy's. Jimmy's, yeah, 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 yeah. and. Uh, being inside like that place is built for big bands like you'd imagine those classic rock bands to come through and apparently Absolutely. I heard that maybe that long ago back in the 80s, 70s and 80s that's where a lot of big bands would come and play well so Jimmy's long. was a spot like when I moved here Jimmy's in 99 or 98, 99 Jimmy's was still kind of going and it's okay. come in and out but it was I wonder what happened the spot um I think it's a long political conversation <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can answer it's a different that podcast us. a classic yeah, that's a whole New Orleans class. story yeah yeah Wow. So, Keith, in your wheelhouse, uh, food. We're now in the new New Orleans, you come back all these years later. What are the restaurants you love to go to and you uh, would recommend to people? Or are you so North Shore you don't even bother with what's no. going on here? <laughs> like, there's, on. A, there's a Popeye's I like that's on a drive-thru in 12. Uh, <laughs> I'm just uh, so North Shore. I'll do a little bit of a plug on a, a friend. So, uh, uh, Mofo. Uh, so he's so doing, good. Mofo is nice really food. good. So he's doing some really nice food, uh, very similar to what you know, I was trying to come back to do, and uh, Michael did. He's done a great job. So I hope that you know more of the city really notices it and really takes on the flavors because it's it has that authenticity to it, but it also needs to be enhanced to the city and bring it up a little bit to just open mindedness to it because it's a lot of different flavors coming at you. Absolutely, it's a very diverse menu. Yeah. Everything from you know big redfish right. to wings, right? So right. the and wings then, are amazing. Incredible! <laughs> I just read an article: top ten wing places in New Orleans, and they were one on of the there. places on there. Now, I like my wings to be from a more dangerous location. You know, I, I don't. Yeah. I, I want to be dangerous and uh, wing snack. Uh, wing snack, aka wing wing shack, wing snack. Yeah, where is on wings? Claiborne. Yes, it's scary. Claiborne, definitely dangerous. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't mean to say that, but they're so good. No, they're, no, I, I like to go to a dangerous location. Yeah, for wings. Well, check location. that out. Yeah. I mean, you have, yeah. We'll go to Manchu. Manchu, I yeah, have that's lunch pretty there. Scary at night. Yeah, wing once a week I have lunch there. Yeah. Yeah. Wing snack is better than Manchu. I mean, 
mean, we did a wing off for the Super Bowl this year. So Not to change the topic. Would that be a PR thing? I don't represent either of those locations. <laughs> just, you know, I enjoy them as a, as a leisure, as yes. a, in the leisure column. Well, I'm a fan of chicken and watermelon on Claiborne, which is yeah. outstanding. Yeah. And it's right next to Hidden Run Daiquiris. It <laughs> <So laughs> really sets the tone for the night, right? Gives you a feeling for the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> when they first opened, it was a couple summers ago, and I literally I had told my children I wanted to go there, and they're like, we are not going there with you, Dad. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, cool. When you guys go away for the summer, I'll go. And so on a Saturday night, I go there. It's like 1030 at night. The chef's yeah. literally out there smoking. This is right when they first opened, so yeah. there's like nobody there. Really? It's just the chef smoking outside. And he literally looks at me and goes, takes a big draw on his cigarette and goes, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> like, coming to get some wings, man. It was good, yeah. <laughs> Been a love That's affair awesome. ever since. So, there you go. Um, so, uh, besides Mofo, any place else that you... I mean, Donald Link's restaurant's always good to go have fun at. Kushan uh, and Passion things. Yep. It's always nice. Moving out quick, so you know it's fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mondo, Susan Spicer. Can't you know, go wrong. Get yep. some kudos, too. I mean, it's just good food. Yeah, absolutely. Good food. Jordan, restaurants, New Orleans? Oh, man. Uh, Come on, pop quiz. Uh, let's, oh, well, I love Lola's. Yeah, good yeah. call. And uh, Thousand Pigs is new, but it's really good, too. You Which, stole mine again. I love Thousand Pigs. Mm. So have you guys, like, met? You no, guys never before. Like, no. We go to all the same places. <laughs> no, well, I, love, I love the neighborhood she lives in. I just don't happen to live in it. Yeah. yeah. I love it, too. It's a great, great spot, yeah. And to wrap it up on restaurants? I mean, Thousand Pigs is amazing. Um, I, I love going to Cushon Butcher, I think, is really excellent for a, for a quick little getaway. Um, and I don't know. God, there's so many great restaurants. It's hard to pick. I, it's, it's crazy for me to be back from living in Miami and living in Los Angeles where mediocre restaurants can get away with it if they're cool. And in this town, that is a no-go. Like, you can't have a not good restaurant Oddly, I moved here from having lived in Los Angeles and before that, Miami. And it was... I didn't know that. Yeah, it was... Oh, my God. Yeah, crazy, right? Crazy. And this is a really strange city to move into if you've never lived here. Mm -hmm. My my wife cried for, like, six months. (laughs) And it was just because you have to get used to... It's hard if you don't know know People are too friendly, yeah? They are too friendly. (laughs) Scary. You You never... I mean... You, I think if you've lived in other places like that where you don't really know who to trust, you're like, wait, are these people legitimately friendly or are they just putting on an act? Is everyone that me? sarcastic? Yeah, Come on. It, yeah, it's crazy. You check your wallet. You yeah. Know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're friendly. like, wait a second. So I have more on. money. It's also, it's also <laughs> hilarious Thanks. to go from New Orleans to either of those places, yeah. especially, I mean, Miami is full of really nice, lovely people, but is not known for that. And so it was interesting to go from the place where you could talk to everybody in line when you're waiting for something, and then Miami's like, like people are grumpy. And even though it's sunny and beautiful, I was yeah. I experienced a lot of grump. So um, nice to be home. It is nice to be well. Welcome back. Thanks. And that's uh, awesome that you're here. <laughs> we you. we talked about this briefly, and I, I want to make sure we don't forget this because it's really a fascinating story. You did escape the tsunami when it happened a couple of years ago, right? I did. And. What is that story? Because that's, I mean, that, that's um, unbelievable. I, I mean, I've seen I'll keep video it brief. of the tsunami, it's, and it freaks me out. Me I'll yeah. keep it brief. Um, just, uh, it was, again, boxing day over there. So it was day after Christmas in the morning, swimming, pristine water, uh, like a swimming pool. Beautiful day. Um, and it was about 8.30 in the morning, thanking for another beautiful day. And uh, here comes a 500-mile-an-hour wave coming my way. I have no idea. And so I saw a guy getting a massage on the beach. I had my shorts on. No money in my pocket saying, yeah, I think I'll go home and make some pancakes. <laughs> so jumped on my motorbike, went, got some pancakes, and 45 minutes later wiped out that beach plus, uh, I think, about 300,000 people. Wow. So went all the way to Africa. So I uh, went back on the beach earlier that day, later on that day, I'm sorry, and uh, went to grab a beer. And at a point, um, just some uh, German guy, I was asking, what, what's going on? I see a little pandemonium. And uh, he said, it's the fourth wave, it's a tsunami. And I'm thinking, oh, shit. So I uh, just left my safety zone, and uh, here I am on the beach on my motorcycle, and we all turned on a New York little Hollywood dime, so to speak, and just ran. And there was a dog, a couple of dogs going up the side of a hill, looked at a Thai guy, we made eye contact, and we started hauling up the hill, and that was it was the second wave that was the powerful one. Wow, so in between the waves, things were calm? I mean, I, I've seen video that it's calm, but I mean, well, the, people I was, weren't freaking out? Like I don't know. I wasn't there at that time, but uh, I was kind of spared the horror of. And <laughs> uh, But I learned from the Hawaii boys when I lived there, and they said, uh, look, brother, if you happen to be on the beach and you see the wave go out, and then you see the fish flopping on the sand, don't go for the fish, brother. Run, run. So... <laughs> 
we just did the best we could in Hull when we heard that there was a fourth wave. So wow. But uh, yeah, it's a shame. It was a lot. So I stayed for about another eight months to a lot of morale, and you know that had to go because again we were at 110 percent occupancy, uh, and then that fell to 10 percent in two weeks. Yeah. So uh, this was the hotel that you were working at, the resort? resort right there. And that resort's still in business or uh, long gone? Well, that 10% occupancy, we're holding on with yeah. five restaurants. And, uh, but um, it, was, yeah, it was tough times. It was tough times. Amazing. Obviously, New Orleanians have a, uh, a... But if you ever get to see a movie called The Impossible, um, it's awesome because it's not a documentary. It is a Hollywood skit, and they did a fantastic job. So, is, uh, I remember that movie coming out, but I don't, there was something about it so that I... I don't want to blow people's chances online, you know, and go get it, but uh, it's a great movie. Okay. I mean, don't ruin the ending for me. <laughs> <laughs> the impossible. Yeah. Uh, definitely incredible story. And then you come back here right before or after Katrina? Uh, definitely after, because we went to Fiji um, for two years. So I was in Fiji for two years, and um, there was a military coup there. Um, and that wasn't anything much, you know, fizzled out. And then we came back to Thailand for a little while and then came back to New Orleans in 2008. So. All right. Well, hopefully um, we don't have any more disasters or coups on your behalf. Yeah, we're holding back on this. should be hopefully. good. Well. So the uh, hot sauce with the wings. What, what, Asian, 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 sweet chili barbecue. <laughs> there I, it is. I please always do that voice when you do it. <laughs> Especially I mean, as your PR person, I must So say. that's official now? No, you guys are doing no. PR? No, no, I hear you're doing no. artist management, no. too. And, totally, uh, <laughs> yeah. Jordan, call me. Uh, with the, are you, what are you doing with that? Like, are you going, are you, are you distributing it yourself or Yeah, I'll be online? at the uh, Lafayette Expo next week. Um, and so that's a uh, Lafayette Hot Sauce Expo. And then uh, in the supermarkets and Rouse's and doing all my demos and uh, going out and sharing as much as I can. So at Phil's Grill, um, so on his burger, so he's been yeah. a huge support and such. So uh, just been having a lot of good support from the local community and it's been great. So it's been getting some good feedback and it's the first little sauce, so it's just not a barbecue, but um, putting it on dips and wings and things <laughs> and such. And Whether so people want exactly, it or not. Whatever you want to put it on. If you get too close to him, there'll be like sauce all over everything. <laughs> You'll look, you're like, how do I get sauce all over my arms? Mommy, what happened to my snowball? What happened? <laughs> Uh, do you have a theme song yet? I do not. I do not. You're about to. Here we go. <laughs> Jordan, handling it. Jordan, jump on that. let's do this. Give me an E-A-N-G or something and give, give, let's see what you can do oh, with a theme song awesome. for him. A theme what song? Do, what does he need to know for a theme song for your sauce? What are three things? You should be asking these questions what, to PR the PR What's the flavor profile of the sauce? Like, what the are the flavor three? Flavor profile. Sweet chili. Sweet chili. Okay, sweet so chili. There, I'm assuming there's probably a vinegar. You have a little vinegar, and you have a little sugar, light sweet, some, of course. Yeah. And uh, you have a little bit of light heat. Okay. Heat, sweet, sweet heat, vinegar. Sweet heat. Sweet heat and vinegar. Sweet heat and vinegar. The, the key word. Well, there's your album name right there, you know. <laughs> sweet heat and vinegar. Sweet heat and vinegar. By the sauce horse. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan Prince's sauce. I can, you know. Yeah. Ah, saucy. Sweet chili barbecue. <laughs> ah. Just jump into it like that. There you go. Lots of like very flagrant, just like. Ah, yummy. I like it. We're almost there. The PR lady, we're. I don't, we're hooking you up for the sauce. <laughs> you got a jingle. You got a. Pool. Don't worry, I have stash in the car, so everybody gets all right. That's my uh, compensation. Your uh, sales are up in Germany, which is great. We're happy to see you're doing well in Germany now. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so, uh, Jordan, besides doing the theme song for uh, the Cajun uh, Asian, uh, do you have another song you want to play for us on the show today? Sure. Yeah, I had one more planned. It's. Uh, it's was pretty, that it actually? That was that actually it? the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> What is this song? What was uh, the name of the first song? We didn't actually give the the introduce that song, which was kind of lame. I wanted when I, when I came on the show, I wanted to play one that was possibly my oldest song that I continue playing, and then the new the newest song that I've written, and it's the first one's called Never the Same Way, and I wrote it uh, maybe my first year in college after I felt betrayed by someone who's close to me, like a, by a friend, and then uh, this one, this new one is sophomore year, and I just recorded it um, with Mark Bingham uh, under the Jordan Prince band name. We we're going to try and release an EP in September with it. This is called Sophomore Year, and I, I wanted to write a song um, that you would feel would be like a 50s prom song, like something you would hear, like, you know, like that, if I was at a 50s prom song or I was watching a 50s movie? Both. 
Okay. Something something along the lines so of like, like the under the sea prom from Back to the Future. That's literally <laughs> exactly the same. We're on the same wavelength. The song is yeah. called Copperfield. <laughs> Copperfield by Michael J. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, so let's do this one. <clears throat> you left a little note inside my locker box. I didn't go back to school that day You saw me at the hop Having mixed words with a cop He told me that I should act my age I remember sophomore year Com. Anna was just dancing with Biff Henderson, which was very it cool. Was, yeah. That yeah, was, was awesome. It was a nice little moment that, that was we had great. the hop. I love that you did the hop and the song. It makes me happy. That does have a great 50s kind of vibe. It does. Thanks. Thanks. I like it. It does feel like the end of the scene from I, I totally felt it. I like sort of flashed back. Did you guys ever watch that film Submarine? Mm-mm. Um, well, the, the lead singer from Arctic Monkeys, Alex Turner, did the soundtrack, and it's beautiful if you in any way like that song he has a lot of themes that surround that sort of genre it's just beautiful so what's the soundtrack to you were saying um, a film called Submarine okay. I forgot forgot the director's name but uh, it's an English film it's really really cool it's really good well in very sad news which I actually don't personally think is sad news I'm actually happy to see an artist stand up and have the balls to not sell out there will not be a remake of Back to the Future yeah, they're not going to let it happen. I, oh, good. That's good. I forgot who the uh, I don't know the guy who wrote it. And produced I'm it. glad. I mean, everybody's it's Robert Zemeckis. Except I'm I'm excited about. It's just in. What was that? Robert Zemeckis. Yes. But there is going to be a remix of Ghost, a remake of Ghostbusters, which I'm on board with. Uh, it's all female, right? It's all female. Yeah, that's why you're on. <laughs> no, that's not why. It's totally. Guys, got this all, of parts all of y'all, all of you guys are bonding. All of y'all just went. It's all female. Like it that is. was a bad thing. You're it's cycling bad. together. I don't think that's the tone I had with that. No, and I take offense at cycling together as a thing that is ever said. I am 100% feminist, and that was inappropriate. I grew up in a family of all women. I'm going to slap you on the hand, and you also have a family of all women now, correct? I've been the only... This is his outlet. He's like, I'm going to Wayfair and be anti-feminist. It's going to be awesome. I should probably, uh, for the record, announce that I am just just sitting in today. I'm not even supposed to be here. He's not supposed to be here, and we might kick him out if he keeps saying stuff like that. I mugged a guy with a gray uh, ponytail in the parking lot and stole his headphones, and 
just know. sat We don't in know here. where he is. I think we <laughs> sent him back to New Zealand or something. So Grant Morris is the host of the show, so I apologize. Well done. You did fantastic. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Can you say that in a Cajun voice? You did fantastic. Sweetie. 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 <laughs> Maybe it ought to be like me. It should be more aggressive like I that, right? I'm seeing like all sorts of fun things that we could just have you popping out from behind corners and jumping out of people and going, Sweetie. Sweetie. Cajun Asian. Sweetie. And people just like, you know, just freak like, out. Yeah. And you throw sauce at them and they're like, ah. And it's going to be great. Because I'm really not that scary. No. You're but not it, scary but, at all. We're talking about him like he's like a biker dude. He like rolled up on a Harley with hot sauce bottles holstered to his hip. He just throws at people yeah. like <laughs> ninja stars. <laughs> so in reality, he's 5'4", 125 pounds. Yeah. So. He's wearing suspenders and he has a pocket protector. It's pretty cool. Yeah, Sweetie! That's, that's your thing, man. Like, There's a slide rule that just popped out of his pocket when he's So like that. when you're at the uh, the expo you're going to, in where what's the expo? Lafayette Expo or something? Lafayette Hot Sauce. So when you're at the Lafayette Hot Lafayette. Hot sauce, hot sauce, hot sauce. <laughs> you should like. You should not. You should just be like crouched underneath your table, right? Okay. So when people come up and they're Jump taking up, samples, huh? and some old lady with Surprise. her walker comes up, I have yeah. a GoPro posted in the back of your booth that films people, and you can then do like a blooper reel that you put on YouTube so afterwards. You, it would be Sweet. huge. So, you know, the little lady comes up and her hands shaking as she grabs the Triscuit. She's all excited. I'll calm her nerves with my Cajun <laughs> Asian sweet chili bar. Promise me that you're not going to have a Triscuit out to sample. No, definitely. Shame, Just, shame. I mean, shame, shame is your middle oh, name. Goodness. It's Sig Shame. Why do we, we have to hate each other today? We don't. We, we love each other. It's all out of love. It's all out of love. We I go make, way back. I make one comment. We go so. back to like the fifth video. The fifth video. We do. Video. We go. This is great. So uh, part of like, again, I'm not just some random guy off the street for the record. <laughs> He's a legit. I, I, sweet. I am. That's awesome. <laughs> so he amazing. He walked in. Jordan wow. was like, oh, there's a podcast. Cool. I'll play my music. Free beer. I'm in, man. I'm in. By the way, I think with the chick with the camera is just here for the free drinks. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> But she's got cool purple hair, so we'll let her stay. So I actually did radio here in New Orleans for many years before um, and through the, the hurricane and then um, left radio 106.7 The End, which was a radio station that was probably between when you were gone or whatever. I remember um, it in high school. And then, uh, yeah, I get that a lot. Oh, you, you're so proud of yourself now. Well I, well, I was the oldest one here for a while. Everybody was like, I'm 26, I'm 25. Not to knock it. Y'all are great. You're very mature. 23. Yeah. <laughs> I was on the radio. I was 16 years old when yeah. I was on 106.7 The End. Yeah. Um, and then uh, now I am part of the team that produces Voodoo. So oh, cool. um, that's how Ann and I know each other. Yeah. From, we don't know that. From, we need, my, my, uh, Mike Chiardi is how we... Mike Chardy, yeah. Um, shout out to Mike Chardy, who also introduced me to my husband. Did so he really? he's Yeah, so he's a winner in my book. Um, yeah. That's, when so was the last time you saw Mike Chiardi? I saw Mike Chiardi. Um, <laughs> Mike and I... When did we last see each other? Oh, he was here a couple months ago. He was in town. Yes. Um, and we saw each other then, and his wife, Yuri, is delightful. And shout out to both of them. And... They're Someone awesome. right now is going to be listening to the show going, I know those two. I know those two. <laughs> they were awesome. They created a really amazing Voodoo Fest moment when they got engaged. They did. Mike set up um, Wilco to play their song, Heavy Metal Drummer. And, oh, nice. and then he put a, a good graphic up on the, the billboard thing. Not billboard? What is it called? Jumbotron? Jump I don't know. Screen. Screen. Yeah. Um, and um, he proposed to her, and we were all there, and it was awesome. It was really crazy because, you know, like that happens at minor league baseball games, right? Yeah. And yeah. Mallard's got to third base, and uh, Mike Jarrett's <laughs> going to, you know, whatever. Yeah. This was Wilco. To have Jeff Tweedy say this one goes out to Yuri from Mike was the most amazing. It was. It was crazy. True romance, true amazing. That's amazing, yeah. yeah. And of all the artists in the world, Jeff is not the guy that I would think, like, yeah, he'd be kind of a, cool. you know, yeah. down with this. I do this all yeah, the time. It's totally cool. <laughs> he also wore a clown nose when he did it, which was cool. Did he? <laughs> no, come no, on. Yeah, I was like, well, I don't remember that, but it was a very chaotic moment. Memorable moment. Yeah. Uh, it was very chaotic. But yeah, we met um, through Mike, and I think we met when I was doing PR stuff for the Off the Tourism. Yes, we did and a lot, of, and, and, you know, you did a great job. That sponsorship. Of yeah, so, so that was good. I'm glad that's continuing. Department of Tourism was a great partner of Voodoo, and of course, New Orleans Tourism has done amazing things. And what's really incredible is every single buddy in this table, every person at this table, is really affected by the things that yeah. Norm's tourism is doing, sure. which is Absolutely. incredible. Keep it rolling. You had a chance to not move back. Why did you move back? Like you were elsewhere. But you know, what brings you back to New Orleans? I wanted to bring back the flavors. Yeah. The flavors and share it with New Orleans and uh, hometown and, you know, again, southern folks. So uh, it brings you home. And yeah. I was, I was gone a long time. 
so 12 years away and uh, going through tsunamis and military coups and things like that. So, uh, That's a lot. so now let me get, let me come on home a little bit. So. You know, it's a crazy statement when you realize, nor would be, nor would be my mellow New Orleans. <laughs> chill place to go yeah Anna you moved away you came back yeah I mean for me we moved away and I got a lot of really great experience working with a ton of different brands and I wanted to bring that back and work with people who I really believed in and wanted to invest my experience in promoting and helping them grow so um, and my friends are here my my brother lives down the road in Baton Rouge it's it's just good to be home and around people who I feel like get me and I'm a little wacky sometimes so yes. um, wacky's good wacky's good and wacky's appreciated and celebrated in this town um, so it I, really I, is I, yeah. I, uh, I uh, really missed that so I'm glad to be home there are so many times in this town especially having kids uh, where you drive around and you just see things and your kids go daddy what is that and you're just like that's New Orleans yeah, you know? it's New Orleans <laughs> <laughs> and we'll ask you in five years when you move back what it's like to... I know Jordan's going to leave us. You're well, gonna, you know, you know. You got to do it for love. That's why I moved away. You and when's the big love. move? Uh, August, early August, yeah. Is it dependent on the, the relationship? Oh, I mean, yeah. You guys are hot and heavy. <laughs> you guys are hot and heavy. So Is she there or here? Uh, she's there. She's German. She's we, we met at university for film, then she moved back, and I visited a few times. Now I'm going to try and go and um, make life for myself there. And That's going to be awesome. It's always an adventure. Yeah, you know, I, I'm young enough to You're where young. if it doesn't work out, yeah, I, I have a good story come and come home. back. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There's you know? no reason. You can meet another German it. girl over there. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and let's face it, you probably will. <laughs> don't, I'm she's sure listening. she doesn't. Yeah. I'm sure she's wondering. He's gonna be good. He's There's no stay. other German girls, guys. They're it's just her it's and just a her. bunch what, of guys. What's her name? Should we do a little shout out? What's her name? Ify. Ify. Yeah. That's a pretty name. I like that. Yeah. Ify and Jordan sitting in the tree. K I S S I N G. I love it. In Germany. In German. Nice. Yeah. So does she speak English or do you speak German? She does both. Fluently, yeah. It's amazing how people from other countries are so much like we go to other countries and we're like they'll speak English and it's that's horrible. It's like the ugly not no, that you don't try, no no but um, <laughs> but it's amazing. I, everybody in the whole rest of the world is bilingual and we just yeah. kind of yeah. expect them kind to be embarrassing. Which is embarrassing. But you know, especially in Germany, they, they, I didn't meet one person who didn't know it's amazing, enough right? English to get around. Yeah, I yeah. was just in the Philippines and it was like every single person knew tons of English and I was like one thing I like about European people is when they land in the plane they clap they clap because we landed they clap we made it you know here we expect it yeah but they clap and everybody's just happy I've never experienced that that before I've been on a plane where people clapped before when we landed really it was typically like a rough a rough ride and then they're like thank god we did it (laughs) oh my god we're alive (laughs) we're alive thank you I've Please. never experienced a plane load of people clapping just Everybody's because just clapping that we made it. Yeah. Wow, that's a that's a good. I'm gonna start doing. It that wasn't like. the food. <laughs> it definitely wasn't the food. Yeah. Uh, do we have time for another song, or where are we time wise? Uh, Anybody keeping track here on time? Yeah. I mean, if we got one more, we can. Or we can start wrapping up. Do you want to do one more song? Uh, you got sure. one more song? Sure, yeah, I can He's, do one more song. I like song. his songs. Let's yeah, make him do I like his songs. Song. I think that'd be great closing. Okay. Um, as you're uh, preparing for your song, I want to thank everybody for being part of the show. Thank you much. Uh, thank you. Real quickly, uh, for the Cajun Asian sauce, what's the best way for people to track you down? And CajunAsianChef.com. Um, also, Romach, Rouse's, um, Robert's, and uh, Phil's Grill. So you got great distribution. I, I, I can't argue with I mean, that's it. amazing. Like, I'm always, I'm always amazed by product distribution. I don't even know how you begin doing Doing that it takes giant balls to have a product and go out there and go and say hello and knock on the doors and give them a sample like yeah. i'm gonna give you folks oh well very good yes. and please pass the word we are <laughs> passing it right now <laughs> totally anna yeah be, ni- be nimble be nimble pr.com if anybody needs any help all right um anything you are specializing in these days i specialize typically in food and beverage and travel stuff but um, working with a couple of great brands right now, but always looking for the next great client. I'm like looking over at Keith. I'm like, Hello. Cajun Asian sweet chili balls. Sweet heat. <laughs> sweet heat. <laughs> and of course, uh, Jordan, uh, besides Jordan Prince tunes, you know, where, where are you these days? Uh, well, uh, I'm on like, you know, the standard social media, uh, yeah. Facebook, Jordan Prince tunes, um, Instagram, Jordan Prince, Twitter, J Prince tunes. So Do you like a SoundCloud or anything? SoundCloud, yeah, Jordan Prince Plug music. It. Plug yeah, it. Yeah, SoundCloud, Jordan Prince music. Yeah. And you were on that stage uh, with the launch of Tidal, weren't you? You were one of the artists that signed yeah, off on me, that? Yeah, it was me and uh, Jack White. Jack and White. Yeah. He was so right next to Jay-Z. Nice guy. 
nice guy, right? I never would have thought. Man. Yeah, that exactly. dude. But he's such a sweetheart. Yeah. Loves Uno. Really? But a sore loser. That's really bad. Terrible really to hear. Bad. All right, let's do one more tune. What are we doing? Okay, uh, this is uh, another one of my older ones. It's also going to be on the Jordan Prince Band EP release in September, and this is uh, "Be the Same." Thank you so much for being part of the show. Uh, all of you are doing amazing things and are great New Orleanians and soon to be Germans. So uh, <laughs> that's really cool. One last thing. What's next for everybody? Quick round table. What, do you, what is next? What's happening next for you? Pushing the sauce. Pushing the sauce. Sweet. Actually, another line. Yeah. So trying to get with another line. Soft heat for the ladies. He totally needs PR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Doesn't he need PR? Yeah, that's what's next for me, actually. That was going to be my answer. I'm going to help him out. No, I'm just right. There you go. <laughs> and of course, we know what's next for you. I'm going to write this theme song, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we need, we need, I need that little This is not the last jingle. time we'll see each other. Well, thank you guys for being part of the show. Again, my name is Sig. And, Thanks, uh, Sig. I hope you guys, if you're, you know, you're going to be gone, but I hope you guys will come to the Voodoo Experience this year. We've got a great show for everyone Halloween weekend. Dress up in a costume, have fun. I already have my ticket. Do you really? Yeah. Fantastic. I bought them nice. the first, the first distribution. I'm, I'm not going to say who I think you're excited to see because it will sound like I'm... Don't do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Who are you excited to see? I... <laughs> Lawrence and the Machine. No. No? Good. All right. <laughs> I'm excited Osborne. for the whole experience. Fantastic. 
All right. Well, great show. Thank you guys for being part thanks, of it. Thanks for having thank me. Thank you very much. The uh, producer of the show is Grand DuPont and uh, associate producer and technical director Chris Cohey. Music director Christian Unruh. Theme music was written by and is being played by Mitch Forum. If you'd like to be on the show, drop us a line. Our address is on the website. Check out other great ha- other happy hour. Check out our other happy hours <laughs> and other Jeez, shows. This is the happiest hour ever. Give that man another That's drink. <laughs> I need some more He's taken like 17 shots. <laughs> Out to lunch with Peter Peter Rashudi, which is a fantastic show live from Commander's Palace. Uh, Peter has one of the most infectious lives, la- laughs you'll ever hear. Uh, mindset with psychist, psychist, psychic, Dr. Nick Pejic. True to the game with Chris Drew. True. Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss. And the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Canada. Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tooker. Milo's Music Parlor with Kim Vu and the revolutionary new way to buy a house in New Orleans, Unlisted NOLA. Keep up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and a bunch of other time-sucking social media, (laughs) all of uh, which is uh, It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and our Facebook and Google Plus page. Does anybody actually use Google Plus? Just for the no. What's up with why won't I die? I don't know because they're Google. You know, <laughs> so they they can they can keep it around as long I as they want. I should say yes. I use it. It's a very valuable platform. But I don't. I, no. No. Nobody a, uses it. And I think technically it is dead. Like even they're like nobody's on it. Even like the Google people are like no. Yeah. Way. <laughs> Sorry, Google. We love you and all of your other products, but Google Plus just isn't working for us. But for the record, it's NewOrleans.com. Google Plus page is really excellent. There's photos <laughs> taken the by Allison Moon. If you're uh, listening uh, to this on iTunes, Stitcher, or any other podcast app, thanks for subscribing. Take a moment to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. Recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street, where they put fine dining into a sandwich and fine booze into a glass. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting or itsneworleans.com. I'm Sig, and the show will be back again next week, I believe with Grant Morris, but I'm not 100% sure about that. Thanks for joining us, and uh, have a great week. Keep drinking. Ciao.